The time is 6.27 p.m. And welcome to the Pompey Politics Podcast. Blue and yellow till we die. I'm Ian Tiny Morris. And I'm Simon Sandsbury. I feel like I've forgotten something that went too easy. Yeah, nothing broken yet. Well, it, I guess it might be practice. Is it a week since we last broadcast? No, no. three days. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe this maybe this practicing thing seems to help. So well, how has your yeah. half week been, old chum? My half week, well, um, yeah, not not too bad. Um, you know, the the travails of um, of of working through the week. Um, I was working yesterday, so getting used to working weekends again. But yeah, not not, not too bad. How's your? How's? Oh, I didn't know you. I didn't. I didn't know they had you working weekends. Yeah, well, you know, customers need help when customers need help, man. That's that's where I'm at. Oh yeah, I'm there. Yeah, no, no, it's poised like a coiled zebra yeah, over just, my keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you are you are you are. How can I help? No, marvelous. This is superb. So yeah, no, I had a much more uh, relaxed day. I tell you what, you could see that the, the lockdown had ended. So Saturday late morning, myself, my lovely wife and the noble Millsy go for a free run around Fox's Forest. Last week, it was like the last couple of weeks, it's been like the cast of Ben-Hur, not blaming anybody, nothing else to do, go and have a nice walk in the woods. We didn't see a soul yesterday, literally well, a couple of people, but a couple of other dog walkers, but um. Yeah, no, it's definitely everybody was Dan Tan, I guess. Dan Tan, in it. Yeah. Dan Primark. Yep. I sound like yep. I'm, I'm judging people. I'm not. I I bought many yeah, clothes Prim- from Primark. Primark are open twenty four hours a day. I I can't see it. Oh, is it me, Simon, or I, as an eco warrior, I don't rate Primark. Um, I, I just because you can sell three tops for a tenner, I'm not sure you should. I, d- I don't know that I would ever attach the descriptor eco-warrior to you, Ian, of the many descriptors that, that could be attached. And I'm not going to ask the people in the chat room to suggest any. But eco-warrior isn't one of them, of course. But nonetheless... Well, but... Did, did you know... Here and here's go. a quick eco-fact for you. The fashion industry creates more pollutants than the air industry. I um I think I might have heard that fact before, so I was aware. But as anybody who's who can see this image, or has actually met me or seen any of my posts online, can tell I'm not a slave to fashion. So oh, you're um, a lib- damn. It's part of the uniform, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but um, but I mean, um, corduroys. I take it you've got some kind of. <laughs> yeah, but corduroys and sandals and socks, <laughs> and um, I take it. To- you know, they're, they're not, they don't actually come with membership. Sorry, I keep cutting you off because of the lag. Oh. Go for it. No worries. No, I, I'm, I thought you'd be favouring some kind of plaid shirt. Um, my all all of my plaid shirts are, are in the wash. I'm afraid, so oh. you're gonna you're gonna have to deal without them. Instead, I've got my warmest jumper on. To be fair, I'm sat here with a woolly hat yep. on and a scarf. Um, it's not that I'm that tight that the heating is really. Um, but I just I just quite like it actually. They, they, I think they go quite well with the earrings. I don't ah. know if you can see those, but um, but there we go. Um, anywho, so how was your week? Marvelous. I am. Uh, to be fair, I'm not looking my best. I've, uh, um, I, I thought I'd um tidy up the old hair today, so it's self clippering. 
Um, but in the recent trip to the gym, so I'm still in my virtual Lycra, um, the lad noticed on the back of my head it wasn't been hadn't been my finest piece of barbary. So uh, there's going to need to be a bit of tidying up done after the podcast as uh, I'm tuftier than his ideal. But uh, no, fantastic to be back at the gym. Um, yeah, all very quiet. There was only uh, a few people in as we're towards we left, but um, yeah, it was nice to be back. And the good news is I... You know, I was in better shape than I feared I would be. So, um, no, nope, we're back for good now. So, uh, yeah, COVID can do one. And uh, so tonight's episode, we've got our friends from Let's Stop Equent back. Yes, we have. So we've got um, the lovely Paula and Foyola coming back on. Um, so they'll be talking to us about the, so there's the open floor hearings actually starting tomorrow um into um so the planning inspector inspectorate has organized um the open hearings and they'll be um they'll be talking about what those are for and what the what those um contributions are, are likely to be about and there's also a um a selection of other meetings um f later in the week to do with um there's a compulsory purchase acqu acquisition hearing Acquisition, acquin oh God, that, that's tongue-tied mm. and I haven't been drinking yet. Um, so yes, so there'll be lots of that for them to update us about how their campaign's going um, and so it'll be great to hear from them. Um, but before we before we get to welcoming the ladies in, um, should we do a bit of On This Day? Yes, we should. Uh, now I will continue to listen to you. I've realised that my dog is in the back garden and wishes to come in. So uh, continue. What has happened on this day? Okay, so on this day, I still feel like there should be a jingle for this, but, you know, maybe I'll sort that out over the Christmas break. Um, so on this day in the history of, uh, of December 12th, um, we have 1768, the first edition of the Encyclopedia Britannica was published in Scotland. Scotland? Yeah, it was published in Scotland. Good Lord. I know. Oh. But there we go. Um, That's a thing you'll never see again, isn't it? What? The encyclopedia. Well, yes, you. Well, not as in like that physical form. No, I guess because you know you, we've got access to yeah. this total sum of human knowledge, including that guy called Dave who keeps producing those YouTubes from his mum's basement in Basingstoke about how vaccines aren't real and stuff. Um, so. Yeah. Um, 1917, taking advantage of the temporary relaxation of authority in Russia, Finland declares itself a republic, following the Ukraine on the that had done the same thing on the 20th of November. Um, good old bit of separatism where it where it works. Um, independence. Well, it didn't go so well for Ukraine, did it? Went all right for a bit. Well, Russia nicked Ukraine back. No, the the well Crimea. Um, rejoined yes. the Russian Federation on the basis of a questionable referendum, but you know we can't question other people's referendums when ours are a bit, a bit hinky. Stop it. Stop um, it. 1921. Talking of more separatism, 1921. You think there's a theme in this? Anglo-Irish Treaty signed. Ireland receives dominion status. Partition creates Northern Ireland. Oh, good lord! If I would have had to have had a shilling on that, so it's a hundred year anniversary next year yeah yeah and on the same on, the, on the same day the next year they uh, put into place their their constitution so um you know in a year they managed to sort their constitution out and in four years our government can't figure out what it wants from our nearest trading partners but you know heck 
2017, Britain's top Brexit negotiator, David Davis, admits that there's been no systematic impact assessment on the effects of Brexit. Well, thank God that didn't screw us up. Oh, mate, you're in danger of straining something today, aren't you? <laughs> I, oh. oh, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm really trying. Yeah, you are. You've, 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 you've got the whole, you've got the whole Brexit grump on, haven't you? Oh dear, oh dear. I'm, sh I'm sure it'll be oh. fantastic, or at least Boris Johnson oh. will tell us that it is. Oh, um, you're, you're, so. you're, you're heading the oven ready. <laughs> Yeah, but that helps if you've actually got an oven and know how to turn it on. But unfortunately, <laughs> that lot don't seem to actually understand understand how to push water uphill. Um, but I, the country deserves head, a decent head answer. Head in the oven ready. I'm loving that. No, it, I'm claiming that. I'm owning that. I'm happy with it. <laughs> okay. You, you copyright stuff um, as, as we proceed. But um, so there we are. That was what happened on the 6th of December. Other things obviously happened, but I've trimmed them down um, to make a point in case that was too subtle for anybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, reading between the lines there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but anyway, so we have the lovely Paula and the lovely Viola ready to actually come speak to us. Should we, should we get them in? Let's welcome them in. Seems a bit, it's all a bit quiet in the comment section at the moment today. But Lynn wasn't going to make it tonight, so um, maybe everyone else has, has gone a bit quiet. So, unless you've forgotten to broadcast it. No, I, d I definitely am. We're definitely live. <laughs> we're definitely. We are definitely live. Um, good evening, Viola. Good evening, Paula. We just wait for them to sort their audio out. I tried to make it easier by selecting. That you were un <laughs> you were unmuted as you entered, so um, that obviously confused everybody. So apologies. <laughs> um, so good evening. How are you doing? Hello. Hi. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Bit tired, but no, good. All good. Very, you know, feeling positive and hopeful. Excellent. That, so that's good. To obviously, know. it was a it was a number of weeks. Of a number of weeks ago that we spoke it's good to hear that you're feeling positive so since we you were last on can you give us an update on uh, what developments there have been so far with the uh, stop equant campaign Let me start or shall i start you can start you can talk about it yeah now let's start first of all with um thank you to all people who have supported us if it hadn't been to the group we couldn't have done what we have done and before I say what we have done, uh, it, it was just amazing and overwhelming how people have supported us in so many different ways. And I can't actually name everyone to say thank you. But let's start with a few people. And I hope all those who are listening tonight will not be disappointed by not having been mentioned. Um, first of all, I say thank you to Jane Shepherd, who has done an amazing poster for us and an amazing leaflet which we have printed and stickers, which will go out and we've put out the posters. And I mean, she just did an excellent job. Thank you so much, Jane. Um, Michael Meters, who helped us to print the first 20,000 leaflets. He was amazing in a very short time. He did all he could to get these leaflets ready, got them for an excellent price and even contributed himself some money here now, so self-funded part of it. I, it just, it's just astounding what people have done. Where else are 
we people have supported us with comments on the Facebook page and helped us and guided us and gave us more information. Um, people have taken out leaflets. John Cullen in particular, my word, he, he's been around town everywhere, but lots of other people just, just un unbelievable, unbelievable how much support we had and uh, thank you to everyone for advice for taking leaflets for putting posts up for supporting us and we also had a had a fundraising page and we got 125 pounds together there so again thank you to everyone who has helped us and made it possible that we now have got over 1700 and i think approaching 50 members so wow. that is what i want to say first of all so from from that and then i stop and paula can continue you've already heard we had twenty thousand leaflets being taken around town we have put posters on stickers will go out next we uh have um supported paper we have had meetings with with the council again thank you to all the counts councillors as well and the mps who've been absolutely amazing um we couldn't do our two events we had planned two events for for one i think it was in october november now my my my, yeah. my head is actually yeah. blank yeah. because we've so much and uh, we had to cancel them because of COVID. We did ask the, the, the people in the group and they felt uncomfortable. So we listened to the group and we didn't do it. Okay, let me stop here. <laughs> wow. I just want to say thank you to all the different um, uh, political parties that have supported us because we've had a lot of support from them and they've all individually donated towards the next batch of posters and leaflets that we're doing and, that, and they were very generous as well so you know we're, we're truly you know so grateful for that because um you know with that's what we need support like we can't keep paying for things ourselves no um but it's just it is spreading the word and it's one i'm doing a fundraiser separately so I'm doing a lot of walking each day and I'm seeing posters and it's amazing just seeing them all, you know, in different parts of the city. So it's good. It's getting out there, you know, and, and every day the Facebook page is growing still. I'm constantly, you know, looking on there and it's like um, someone wants to join or, you know, three or four at a time. So it's still, you know, it, it's it's still growing. Which is oh, I've forgotten someone, Simon, thank you to you as well. You know, you have supported us last week yeah. tremendously. You know, organizing the meetings and uh, informing everybody, fantastic, because it, it did get quite, quite, you know, there was so much to do and so much to organize and it did help tremendously to actually have you on board and helping us in organizing it. Thank you. Oh, bless you. Thank you. You're, I just you're more than welcome. If anybody wants one of these, I have been around... Well, we both went out the other day giving out posters. I've been out again yesterday and today, and I'm st there's a still few that I haven't given out yet because it might be too far afield. But one thing I will say today, I popped into Oxfam in um, Osborne Road, and they want one for their window, which was, um, you know, I didn't even ask. She, she asked me, she said, could I have a poster for the window, please, which is amazing, isn't it? I, uh, I think we touched on this last time you were on. It and it feels you know it feels very strongly that that whilst this is obviously a political issue that the political parties of portsmouth have actually all come together 
to, yeah. to support the endeavor and and almost you know there's that it, it feels just from the way that you've described it there that there's a there's a almost a commonality of purpose where everybody appears to be pulling in the same direction absolutely yeah that's what we felt from everyone you know this i haven't i probably had one contest contester saying why don't you want it you know that sort of thing is whereas a Everybody else is, you know, being behind it, and they, they were just questioning. And um, and I felt a little bit, um, well, of course we don't want it, you know, that sort mm. of thing. But mm. yeah, apart from that, everybody, everybody's being supportive, which is, you know, quite rightly so. I mean, there's so many different pockets of why it shouldn't be here, you know. There's, there's um, so, yeah. there's, it's, the, the, it's good to see how. Sorry, Sam. No, sorry, it's, um. It's good to see how it how it is growing so so much. I've popped into the chat um, into the chat window, and I'll share them when I actually pub the, publish the podcast later on. The link to your Facebook page, but I've also shared the link to where people, if people want to, they can actually download the poster and print it themselves. So if they, um, that's also something else that they can yeah. do as well. So um, that's another way to kind of to get them out there. Um, but you mentioned yeah. about the um, uh, you know obviously with the situation with COVID, we did wonder how how is that. You know, you're, you're having to cancel that event. Absolutely, the right, the right decision in in the circumstances is. Are, 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 do you think the message is, is getting out there enough? Because at, at first, you there were still kind of pockets of the probably parts to the north of the city that weren't quite that weren't aware. Is the message getting out there enough? Do you need? Do you is more? To, is there more to be done to get to get the message out? What? Yeah, what we've done, Simon. Actually, we we got into our car. And we delivered leaflets up north, if you want. So yeah. we've been to Lufthane, we've been to wow. um, Waterlooville, to Denmead, and we liaised with uh, various people. Danny Stallard in Denmead has been an absolute star. He took quite a few um, leaflets and organised with other people. And it's quite strange because we still find a lot of people who actually really don't know about what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And just recently I had a guy joining, um, he is a retired civil engineer and it's been amazing the last few days, the support he he's given us contacting national grid for us and, and being on the phone and trying to find out more and he's speaking mm. their language, yeah, which is fantastic. So, I mean, he's been an absolute, amazing support so and that is only because the leaflet got to him he got intrigued and he got interested and 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 is saying you know i'm still finding out a lot myself and a lot i don't know but he's he's been absolutely stunning and amazing so thank you again steve steve dawson thank you so much if you're listening um i'm so pleased you are on board and so what's happening these leaflets really do get people on board and we have seen the increase again in the number of people joining. But yet again, we really need to engage. And that makes it difficult. Yesterday or this morning, I had a, had a, had a little message sent from, from one of the women in, in uh, Waterlooville. She's on the route on, on Hamilton Road. And she said, um, you know, I actually knocked on the door. And I engaged people and now they want to help to take these leaflets around. This is what we are missing in these times. And what we ourselves find when I go into the common Milton Common by bike, I've always got leaflets with me with mm -hmm. me. And you know, and if, if people are there and I say, Oh, have you heard of Aquin? And then I can't help it. It sort of becomes yeah. second nature. Yeah. <laughs> Paula and I are probably quite familiar with Engagement that. Engagement is that really sort of important. And what we are yeah. 
Sorry, go on. Missing though, it's like like you rightly say it's another event. And t- tonight we actually, I had actually thought about having another one before the uh, hearing tomorrow. Um, but I think people are very wary and very they are very difficult times Mm. and i think we need to really appreciate what people would like to do and i think probably over the next months we'll 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 just put our feelers out again how people now generally feel whether they would like to go ahead with another event or not rather than us deciding you know this is what we are going to do and uh then then it's a people's group and it is for those people who are against aquind so it sounds like there's a real energy and a momentum gathering. Have you heard anything since we last spoke from Equint or any, you know, or are they just um, just playing their cards very close to their chest? We did. Um, I've, I've been a real... Sorry, do uh, We went down to the car park in Ferry Road because we were notified of someone, uh, you know, like that. There was digging going on there, so Viola and myself went down there, socially distanced, of course, and um, it was they'd contracted in a geologist to test the ground, and um, but he, you know, he he wasn't really aware of what what Aquind were or that the fact that there's lots of like toxic waste there or that it was part of you know a, a, a historical landfill, um, yeah. So they are starting to do their own, you know. Uh, research themselves which uh, I don't know it's a little bit um, that's a little that's, that's a little bit scary for us from my point of view um, yeah well all of ours but yeah it's... does that kind of make yeah, so I guess at, oh, sorry, so I in. guess at the moment they're, they're they're doing their thing but there's there's been no more engagement with the they've not attempted to engage with the group at all I, I, I come to that Ian, in a minute. Um, just to come back to the geologist, uh, he, you know, he's just an ordinary guy, an ordinary guy who just does his job, yeah. and yeah. he had no idea what he was working for. So, my husband went down beforehand, and he explained it to him, and he was quite, you know, uh, astonished. Yeah. what was going on and we gave him some leaflets yeah. and we said you know if you want to you can just inform others as well about that so it's it's no surprise to me I mean, you just imagine you know you do your job and they tell you just take some samples from there just check it and you know and you don't question it you just do it because it's your yeah. job yeah so he certainly got got a good whack of, of our, our, <laughs> of our <laughs> sort of uh, you know um, trying to convince and trying to explain why we are here and what we are doing now we have had contact we have had contact with the examining authorities um, a bit of a pain so so that uh, somebody called Heaven Jones from the examining authorities um, actually gave me a ring and said, you know, rather than getting all your emails, would you mind if I give you, we have a chat. So we did have a chat. We had a half an hour chat and um, I told him that uh, over the last few weeks, I have to- talked and spoken to residents, particularly in Moorings Bay. Um, they're very concerned about these cables coming along their front door. Um, because it looks like that these cables are not going to be along the common, but being along the road and possibly even on the pavement. And because these very high electromagnetic um, cables 
are so far not to be proven to be not dangerous. Uh, we have had contact with the French um, friends and their main concern is the electromagnetic, are the electromagnetic field emissions of these cables. So health, real health queries, the real health concerns. And so have our residents along the road in Milton Road. And um, I have written letters, emails to um, Aquint and they, they, Heaven Jones came back and we discussed it and he said, yes, they people should write the letters and they should explain and they can do this. And I shouldn't do that really on behalf of them. But I just said, look, the letters we get are incomprehensible. People just put them aside in their bin because they've gotten, haven't got a clue what you are talking about. And he did, he did take this on and he said, you have to be careful because obviously there are letters from the planning authorities and there are letters from Aquent. And they both sound very, very similar. Yeah. So I said, yes, we, 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 we do know this, but uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very important that, that, that if you want to engage with the public, that the public un is understanding what you are asking them to, to, to actually comprehend and then to give your go ahead. So we've we've had a very long long conversation about this. So talking of um, talking of that that moves us quite swiftly into into engaging with the with the public. There's the there's the open floor hearings starting starting tomorrow. So what's the um, if I try and tidy up the who's if I come to you, Paula, if that's all right. What's the what's the purpose of those and what what what's what are they all about? So tomorrow it starts and I'm. Viola and myself have compiled um, questions to ask, but I'm going to hand you back to Viola because she's going to be speaking tomorrow okay. on behalf of the group of the Let's Stop Aquin group tomorrow. So I'll, I'll yep, pass that, you back up. That makes eminently you know, more sense. No, that's you know fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Excuses while Ian seems to have dropped out of the call for a second, but um, yes, Viola, please. What's the what's What's the what's the purpose of the of the meeting? Because uh, it's tomorrow and the day after, isn't it? Yeah. What, what's the, what's the purpose and what's what things are going to be? Yeah. But you see, Simon, I haven't seen anybody on the eights. They were giving two days, mm -hmm. but as far as uh, far no, oh no, it is the seven and the eights. Yes, that's right. On the seventh, it's 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 individuals, uh, councillors who have asked to speak. And I think then the next day is all the councillors and the organisations. And the purpose really is the examining authorities are listening to concerns mm -hmm. and also um, they are listening to Aquint, uh, why the proposed route why this interconnector should be going through Portsmouth up to Lovedean and we are expressing our concerns and the examining authorities are listening to, to, to those concerns and then they will have to make a decision eventually by beginning of March if uh, they will recommend this um, project to go ahead. They will recommend it to the Secretary of State for Business and Energy. He will then have three months to look at all the evidence and will make a decision after three months whether he will support it. And then after that, we have about six weeks, either party, Aquint 
or Portsmouth City Council or all the other councils or the individuals, our group to put in an appeal if we are not happy with the outcome. Right. Okay. So there's so there's kind of quite a quite a running order, isn't there? Because the because you've got the open floor hearings. Um, as you say, there's there's kind of two sessions tomorrow. Then there's the uh, a possibility of an overrun into the into the following day, and then a couple of days later, you've got the is that the compulsory accusation? Acqui- I keep saying that wrong. Ac- acquisition yeah. um, hearings. So what's yeah. the what's the nature of the of the? Um, I mean, obviously, we don't want to we don't want to spoilers of of what's actually in your in your mm-hmm. contribution. But what's the what's the yeah. sort of thing that um, that the mm-hmm. um, that the, is it the planning inspectorate are the people you're presenting that to? Is that is that what that meeting's for? Yes, absolutely. It's the it's the planning planning inspectorate, and they will listen. They also have a chance to ask us questions. Should there be any questions, and um, then they will. We can afterwards. We it will be live um, recorded, and also we can put our submissions forward to in in writing again because we had to reduce it to five minutes tomorrow's speak speech. But you can extend, and you could also put forward maps, any evidence you have to support what you are going to say. One thing, Simon, before I tell you about the um, what 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 our content is going to be or what we are focusing on tomorrow, is that um, there has been a latest letter sent to all allotment holders. I don't know whether you've been aware of that or people who are listening today. Um, This letter, we received one because my husband is an allotment holder, is yet again a very confusing letter. Uh, We, my husband has spent about half an hour last week to talk to someone from WSP, which is the company um, contracted by Aquint to uh, act on behalf of Aquint. And uh, there were from grammatical mistakes, content, unclarity up to again found very difficult to understand i actually put a copy up in the um on the facebook page so there was a questionnaire to be filled in from the allotment holders and i hope anybody listening today that you have done it even if you are struggling through this letter fill in the questionnaire because the outcome should be that you as an allotment holder will be put forward into the book of reference, which will mean you will have a chance to ask for an additional hearing, possibly in February. Okay. Yeah. That, that so means... it's it's quite an important, important step. But yet again, it, it, it's causing more doubts, more concerns for the allotment holders, because we are asking ourselves if they are not going to touch the allotments. Why are they doing this? Mm. Why is it? Why is it going to be done now and that late? And yet again, another another change at that late stage. Yeah, because one one of the things I, I can't remember if we if we um, discussed it last time or or whether we we discussed it in some of the some of the other conversations that that um, you, me, and Paula had had regarding the just the sheer amount of stuff that um, Aquin keep putting onto the portal and try, just trying to keep up with that. But one of the things I was going to ask was, have they have they changed any of their plans? Have they altered the route in any way? Um, but one of the things that, because wasn't there something about, they said that instead of digging through the allotment, they were going to dig beside it and dig horizontally underneath it so they didn't need to disturb the allotment. Is that at least something that they've, 
Was that did did I remember that right? Is that something that they've at least agreed to do? Or have I got that wrong? Paula, do um, you want to talk? No, well, they, they they want to do it horizontally anyway. Right. But okay. they, they have said that they're not going to disturb the allotments, but they, that it's going to be going through parts of them. But, they, they're you know, on the map, there's a section of them that are going to be disturbed, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't um, I don't see how they're not going to be disturbing anything. I mean, my main concern now is is also is the fact that it, that it is um, historical landfill that area, and how much of the asbestos they're going to disturb. I mean, that's like horrendous, isn't it? When you think of that, you know, the landfall of yeah. the cable coming through, mm-hmm. and you know, no matter where they go in that area, if yeah. they're going to disturb the ground there. That. Have they have they altered the route in any particular way at all? Have they ordered uh, changed it a, a, a little bit, not much though. Um, under the allotments, so they say horizontal drilling. Um, yet I do know that one 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 allotment holder has written a letter to the council and to uh, Kwasi Kwarteng and said that there had been an incident many years ago where they couldn't actually drill when they wanted to do some work on southern water pipes, uh, I think sewage pipes, so that there could have been a problem. Now, um, we don't know. So, but yet what we have to say, they're still keeping, I think, the um, the right of way for the pathways if and need machinery needs to be taken on there. They are saying that the allotments are not going to be touched um but as i said this letter has been sent out and it is questionable and we are not fully mm-hmm. convinced um originally they wanted to go along first lane but they have come off this uh if we understand it correctly then it is now going to be the university campus now i've seen that the university has uh, employed a lawyer to talk tomorrow. So uh, we will hear what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, they are still planning to come along Moorings Way. And then um, from there, they're leaving their options open, Eastern Avenue, and then onto, um, onto Eastern Road or across uh, Milton, and then up the playing fields. Yeah, and I think uh, the the playing fields in Zetland Park has been now asked as well to be uh, possibly as compulsory acquisitioned um, land. Um, so there are still changes happening, and along the route. I mean, we've 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 driven the route by car. Hamilton Road, London Road. I mean, it is just unbelievable. I I still can't believe it's happening. Well, hopefully not happening. And I, I think, to be honest, that, that's that's where I, I kind of, in this, I'm still struggling with the fact that it, it, or they almost seem to have chosen the most difficult route to get, you know, anyone who, who just needs to look at a map, and bear in mind, I can't look at a map, would say, well, why don't you come up Langston Harbour and make landfall late, as late as you possibly can? Why would you want to come come ashore at South Sea and then try and smash your way through the almost through the heart of the city? I, 
you know, and that that's the bit that I still find bemusing in terms of of but, what their rationale is for not adopting what seems like hmm. a much much easier route. But there's never really been a, but any Ian, Why do they want to do it? 
and I think that that keeps coming up, doesn't it? And I, I you know, again, as you've as you've juggling with the different answers, there is um, you know, the 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 this still seems to make no sense. So one question, and forgive me if I missed it, whilst my Wi-Fi collapsed and I went away for ten minutes. I know last time you you touched that you were you had actually started to build bridges with people on the French side of the equation who were equally distressed about the disruption on their side of the uh, the channel have you heard any more from them at all is, is is that support growing oh the support is growing and we had members actually joining our facebook group did you notice there are a few french people on board now one 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 guy called frank weber he is actually a journalist and we we had two um, articles published in two French newspapers and Paula you might have seen it there's a picture of yourself myself and the guy the geologist actually at the car park and we've, we've I've been in contact and we've written a good piece of, of, of a good article for them to actually publish and he worked on that yeah they are in contact and they, they are yeah, they are just like us trying to get together. Um, it must have been and trying to reconfirm their unity against this cable to be having a base where they live. 15, 15 villages would be affected and um, Jean-Nicolas went to Association. He said uh, that uh, by end of November, information that they are united against the cable, but it leaves them in the same position as we because it's by the government. Yeah. So the so sorry if the if my have the connection... to be asked and handled. Sorry, Viola, my, my, my connection was then going slow then. So, um, yeah, so the, the difference fundamentally on the French side, if I've remembered correctly, is it right that the the Europeans have decided that it isn't a nationally um, important piece of infrastructure, whereas in the UK we have, and that's changed the planning approach. Is that is that still the case? Is that right? Yes, but uh, there's a further complication actually coming into this, but I try to do it as simple as, as I can, and I don't understand all the in and outs about it either. Now, um, they haven't got the PCI, which means Project of Common Interest status any longer. Um, but what has happened in the meantime, ACMENT has fought ACER, um, the, the, the energy um, regulatory body, and uh, Aquint got what they call the status of being exempt. Now, this is a very complicated process. It, it's got to do with being able to actually not being under cap and floor, under uh, price regulations. So they, they have had a success uh, in your rejected in their appeal, they got it. But the French friends assured us this is this is not or doesn't mean one of the issues and not to be too concerned about. Okay, I mean it's a very complicated thing, isn't it? I mean, I, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know how 
you, you guys managed to keep up with any of it because it seems to be like trying to grab hold of smoke um, because you think you've got the picture of one thing and then, so, and then it seems to change. Sorry, Paula. Mm. And we mustn't forget. Yeah, Paula. No, I've just said, I think both, both Fiola and myself are a little bit brain dead today. <laughs> I just, well, I'm certainly a bit brain dead. I just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like t shutting down a bit today. But yeah, no, it is, it is there's a lot, it, there's so much, there's so many different pockets that are, are very, very complicated, you know, down to the language of, of when you're reading all the, you know, the Aquind papers themselves. I mean, that's really complicated. And then you look at what, you know, all the different pockets of what's going to be affected. That's quite complicated, you know, and, and, and just, yeah, it is. It, but it's good, you know, it's, it's, it's a positive thing to be doing. And, um, you know, just got to keep, keep going, really. And tomorrow's going to be interesting as well, you know, see how that goes. I mean, we've just got to ask lots of questions, you know, the questions, you know, why and how and, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So the yeah. so I guess tomorrow is about tomorrow. putting that point across and asking asking those questions and then yeah. uh, and then I guess you're you're waiting for the for the other open sessions or the the other meetings to kind of conclude for the for the then for the uh for the secretary of state or the minister to be to be deciding about that. And it's it's um it's quasi quanting, isn't it? That's um that that's dealing with that because it because um um minister was it uh, Robert Jennings he's recused himself from dealing with it, hasn't he for um, because he's in he had uh, Alok, Alok Sharma, I think it's oh Alok Sharma, sorry. Alok Sharma had to Simon up yeah. yeah I mean I think one 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 thing is we are no experts like like Paula says and mm -hmm. we are not claiming to be experts we have learned a lot but we won't catch up our our counselors have done an amazing job in terms of you know trying to 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 cope with all these documents on top of all the other things they have got uh, to deal with I think I mean I have to really say thank you again because and and and, and Ian may Maguire is an absolute star, you know, he's trying, not trying, he's working very hard and he is the expert and the other, other people who are working on it and believing the, the expertise and mm -hmm. the, and, and the, and the actual um, facts and the, the knowledge to them. But what we can do is really mobilize and try to find out things which might have been overlooked or they might not have had a chance to actually find out, like the IFA too has got no regeneration stations. We didn't know that. I don't think the council did know that. So, you know, that's a, a good little thing to do and let them know and say, look, put this in, ask and see what, what they are going to say about this and the PCI status from the French side. So that is where connecting is yeah. so important. Yeah, yeah. It, it, indeed. Sorry, Paul. And, and raising awareness as well. It's, it's the raising awareness that we can, that we have done and we, we mm -hmm. can continue to do, you know, that's what, you know, that's what we've been good at. And, um, you know, and that, that, that momentum won't, you know, won't stop. And that, that yeah. I mean, that is a. Yeah, we're just going to keep fighting it. Just. Yeah, and and I mean that's the that's the fantastic thing about the work that you guys are doing is that, um, you you've got the freedom to reach beyond the, beyond the walls of the city, if you like. Whereas the council's obviously limited with, it, it's only only concerned with, it, it can only be concerned with what I guess happens in Portsmouth Portsmouth, itself. Whereas actually this issue transcends the boundaries of this city and um, you've got the freedom to be able to connect 
and work with not just people in um, in Lovedene, but also you know people on the other side of the channel. I think that's that's a really big success story of of um, of how the, your campaign's really really going and getting getting the message out there in, and getting so many different people engaged. Um, what is it that you want other people to do at this point? What's the what's the so we've got the hearings coming up. What's the what's the kind of the next thing that um, that you'd want to help either spread the message or to or to you know what what's the what's the kind of next big thing that you want the public to be aware of and start doing? I think um, we we've got a few people who are really helping with research. We've got one guy who's looking at all the documents regularly, but we could do with a couple of more maybe. You know, if somebody's interested, just contact us, and then it's just about really reading the documents. If anything new is coming in, letting us know because we can't do it all ourselves. A um, bit of more research, you know, people contacting, like one person contacted the National Grid and, and just just helping as well a little bit if we can dig deeper, not just our group, but also the council. And because money, as we know, we are fighting a huge, huge company with lots of money. And our 250,000 we got from the council is, 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 is sounds a lot, but it isn't a lot when you when you when you when you fight a, a, a multi sort of like billion project. Um, I think just Paula, do you want to I just wanted to say, um, uh, I can't even remember what I wanted to say. <laughs> I was thinking of something. I think keep digging now. Oh, no. Keep, keep, oh. keep, keep. This is what I want to say. So, you know, lots of, we've sent out hundreds of emails, Simon, hundreds. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and, and I, I have, I have had to reply from, you know, people that you'd expect would have power over this. Mm -hmm. And um, and they've all, all of my emails have had something in common that I've had replies in. They've all said that it should be down to the local mm. authority. Yeah. In all of them. And, I mean, that astounds, that is just, it's, you know, you just think, well, it's not. For some reason, it's not. And, you know, we know the reason why, because it's, you know, it's bypassing everything, but it's, it's, it shouldn't be like that. That is one thing that I would really like to be able to change, that it should be down to local authority what happens in the city. It shouldn't be a decision outside for start. Maybe, maybe that is one thing we should do, is because the decision was made in July 2018 by Greg Clark, mm -hmm. the yeah. minister then, and he took the decision that this project should be, and now I've got to speak slowly, it's called ENSIP, but it is a nationally significant infrastructure project. And we have to ask ourselves, why has this been made an ENSIP? Maybe that's where we have to start digging deeper again and, and trying to find out the causes. That's that's certainly something, you know, we, we can need some help with people who have retired, mm -hmm. who need, or not to need, who, who could help us um writing telephoning finding out the the you know what what and why this this what's the case and i think we we shouldn't stop writing to our mps mm -hmm. writing to aquint at planning and uh, planning inspectorate.gov.uk keep writing your submissions because <laughs> Even though we've got until March, but there are deadlines, submission deadlines, deadline five, deadline six, deadline 
7, keep writing your complaints, keep asking questions. That is the most important thing. Because it, se it seems, and, and thank you, it se but it seems that although the the planning case is perhaps being made on technical grounds because of the because because it's a planning case and i guess that's how they work they have to they have to fulfill whatever the technical of either it's either it's technically compliant or it, or it technically isn't compliant or there's a technical reason why it can be refused or there isn't is kind of how planning works but actually um, it's an interesting point that that Paula that you you make there is that there's a fundamental democratic thing about this decision should should be made by people that are accountable to the people it's affecting, um, and it doesn't and it doesn't feel like that's the case. And even if nationally important things that affect more than one council or more than one area need to be need to be decided on, um, then you 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 kind of I mean you know HS two is kind of another example of that I guess in in a similar sort of vein of um, if you're trying to draw a line from A to B. Um, and you only need one council or authority to basically fold their arms and say no, we're not, we're not, we're not playing. Then you know you're completely stuffed and nothing would ever get done. But on the flip side, to be in a situation where there isn't the power to say no, actually no, unless um, it it completely puts all of the all of the power in the hands of the developer. Surely in that situation, which isn't right. No, absolutely wrong. That's right. It, that's what's so wrong and um, you know because of how many people it is going to affect i mean detrimental to our health mm. you know, and but, you know, wildlife as well pollution levels everything yeah i mean we don't have to keep going over what it's going yeah. to cause but you know it is so important the biodiversity in that area mm -hmm. the natural you know that you know, with HS2 taking down ancient trees, you cannot replace an ancient tree. Oh, you know, no. these things you shouldn't be doing. At this moment, you know, we need to be going forward green, you know, and that's what, you know, that's what really gets to me, you know, that it's just being ignored again. Mm. Again. Yeah. Underlined three times in red ink. And it, um, it's, that's what's so wrong. Yeah, it does, yeah. It does feel like, you know, the, that national versus local there's there's always going to be that and 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 you, you know you touch on it rightly there simon which is that you know there there is always going to be an element of it shouldn't be here it should be over there but any form of sensible logic says we've got the option to put this through the second densest most populated city in the uk or we could put it through a bit of fairly uninhabited coastline which do you prefer yeah, um, well, as as both the ladies have said, <laughs> that it, it it's a head scratch moment of, and I'm and I'm sure there are reasons why that's the case, but so much of this just doesn't make sense. Whether we need it at all, whether it needs to be here, how those decisions have been arrived at, that seems to be the the really fundamental and infuriating thing. But those also aren't things that the planning inspector is going to be able to consider the planning inspector i guess has a limited range of what sorts of things they can consider as to why they should or shouldn't allow it to go ahead they can't you know there's a certain there's a certain amount that's in or out of scope of, of their remit isn't there i guess and that's the that's the strange thing is that no one's kind of looking at it from the you know no one with power has the ability to look at it from an overall perspective and say what the hell are you doing 
Yeah. yeah. Sorry, chaps. Were you drunk when you signed exactly. this one off? Because it makes no it sense to anyone. Anyway. They probably were. <laughs> Possibly were. Sorry, Paula, go on. I just wanted to mention about Aquin's own environmental reports. I mean, if you read that, it looks like they don't, they, 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 they know that they shouldn't be doing it. That's what it reads. When I was reading it, I said, they know this, they know that. You know, they've looked at the, you know, the, you know, the fact that there are protected species there, that there's, you know, protecting, it's not just um, wildlife, it's like the plants and the, and the bushes and the, you know, the, the flowers, you know, even down to that, it's, um, you know, they know about these things. They know that. They know about certain things that shouldn't be, they shouldn't be putting that cable anywhere near it. But this is what, this is what, it blows my mind that, that it, that's in their own report. It's but a it, sense, they've called it a sensitive area. But then that's that's the strange thing, I guess. That maybe, and and again, I, I, I don't know because I'm not going to put myself in the place of Aquind, but is there argument then that the reason why they couldn't, for example, go through Langston Harbour is for the environmental reasons because of the protected species that are there. So therefore, if you can't go through somewhere where there's loads of wildlife, you have to go through somewhere inhabited. Um, and therefore you 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 run where actually there's you know where you where you can reasonably gain access and i use the word reasonably quite wrongly probably in this circumstance they seem to have done everything around the wrong way i mean only to be drilling now to find out just probably actually what issues they're going to find trying to dig trenches in in certain parts of this city that are reclaimed land why, why do that three years later why i don't I, is that normal for how you would do that I, I i mean i've got no idea but that seems to be a bit wrong-headed to me surely you'd do that near the start Front, you'd, yeah. you know, go and check what's in that ground first. But it's all, you know, that that that, that is that's just a, a little speck mm. of what's going on. Mm. But it, I, I guess the, the point, there, Paul, Paul, is it gives you an insight into into the fact that you know, even after deciding on this route, it feels like Aquin haven't even scratched the surface of the amount of trouble that they're going to come up against trying to put this cable through to Simon's point, reclaimed land, you know, I, I wonder how many munitions they're going to come an absolute disaster from first to last, you know, they're going to, well, you I've know, you, you can, I found an interactive map on the government site. And um, and I laid, you know, I had the, the route on one side and this map on the other. And it, the, the actual route of the cable goes all the way through la historical landfill, all the way through it. It was an interactive map that I pulled up and it all was all in pink. Mm. And that's where the, it's all the way through. I mean, what is that all about? Why do you want to disturb a historical landfill? Why do you want to do that? Or why would, how can you, is it, and I know it's not allowed because you have to have certain licenses to even go anywhere near it. I guess it, I guess it, I guess it depends what it's been infilled with. If it's, if it's landfill, it depends what it's been, you know, what, what it's, what those oh, holes have been filled in with. But in our, in, sorry. From our dockyard, 25 years, glory hole. You know, all those surrounding areas. Lumsden Road's renowned for it as well. That area there, which is where the landfill is 
falling through from the east mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. asbestos methane you oh, know there's, there's yeah there are there are laws. there's you know you have to have certain licenses you have to have one from our government itself and you you're not allowed to touch land that has asbestos in it for it for at least 250 meters like they were drilling about two well let's 20 30 meters now. being safe four meters away from where it's renowned to have asbestos in the ground when they were drilling like a couple of weeks back to it, check what's in the ground in, in just so many ways this just doesn't sound like a good idea does it <laughs> um, no 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 and i i i think to be fair you know look paul of i can, can i just say a massive thank you on behalf of all of the residents of portsmouth for the work that you're doing to to you know a to to, to keep this momentum moving forward but b also to to understand so much of all of these documents that I think we'd all struggle to understand and coming onto the podcast and explaining it in a way that, you know, simple folk like Simon and myself can at least understand it. So just like to say a massive thank you to both of you for the, all the work that you're turning in. So well, no, thank you for having us. You're... Exactly. Thank you. you. Thank We are not experts, but we've got the passion and we we certainly will try our best to hit hard with what we think is important for all the people living in Portsmouth and along the road and for the city. Fantastic, and that's a that's a that's a fantastic summary. I'm um, we're going to move towards the end. Is there anything you guys wanted to say before we wrap up? I didn't want to just, just cut off for support. Just keep supporting. You know, keep showing those posters in your windows we've got quite a lot out now yeah just thank just to say thank you to everyone really and um keep on keeping on and keep you know objecting resist yeah up your train jack wind thank you. thank you and 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 if you haven't joined yet please join us and please write objections and please like paula said put the posters in the windows and and just keep spreading the word so more and more people know about it because there are still so many who don't know and they think they live at the other end of town and won't be affected but they will be affected in one way or another anyway uh, fantastic thank you point. both thank you very much so you've been listening to the Pompey Politics Podcast. Blue and yellow till you die. I've been Ian Tiny Morris. And I've been Simon Sansbury. And our guests have been... Paula. Thank you. <laughs> and Boyola. And myself, Viola. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Please join us next week for our last show of 2020, where we'll be covering the full council. Um, and then we'll be taking a break for the festive period. And then we'll be coming back on January the 3rd. So um, hope to see you then. Um, have a great weekend. Weekend? Have a great time. Next week. Yeah, next week. Or oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, God, week. stop, stop. <laughs>